listening to HR After Hours. Well, steal my gifts and call me Cindy Lou. Hannah <laughs> Hampton, how the heck are you today? I am great. I um, That was almost rhyming. If you would have just stopped with how the heck are you. I know, you I saw nice that. <laughs> it was embarrassing for both of us, I know. <laughs> so what's new with you? You know, just the usual, I guess, holiday craziness. Uh I'm sure that everyone is experiencing. How about you? You know, I realized that this is the first year I am so behind on all things holiday that it's ridiculous. Like normally my shopping's done Mm -hmm. right after Thanksgiving or even sometimes before. And I just started doing my shopping. I didn't expect work to be as busy this late into the year as it is, which, you know, that's a good problem to have. So, yeah, like you, life's a little hectic, a little crazy, but who's complaining? Or I could, but no one would listen, right? Exactly. That's what I always say. (laughs) Well, it's been a really fun week in HR and recruiting, but I love how we've had some stories pop up that have been related to or follow up to previous topics. and. I think that this is something that may play into one of our earlier stories. So it just happened. uh, McDonald's not responsible for how franchisees treat workers, U.S. agency says. So uh, this ruling decided that McDonald's should not be held responsible for the labor practices of its franchisees. The National Labor Relations Board ruled on Thursday. Now, that's for a separate case. But what I'm referring to is how it might impact the Michigan lawsuit where we, I think we just discussed that a couple of weeks ago. We did. Yeah. In our well-received episode, McDonald's served make a lawsuit. Love some of our catchy titles. And I I really appreciate our director and producer, uh, Shallow Hal, for taking care of that for us. But (laughs) with this one, I mean, my thought process is, that this should definitely have some influence uh, in McDonald's favor in that Michigan lawsuit where the associates are trying to sue McDonald's and the Mm -hmm. franchisee for sexual harassment practices. Right. No, I I have to say I agree with this uh, decision because that's, you know, you think about how franchise agreements work. Ultimately, the employees work for the franchise and not the corporate uh, the corporate entity. So I think that this is a good decision and you're right. I think it will impact some other things out there, other issues, but certainly I, I, I think it's a great decision and I will see, we'll see what happens in Michigan. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, Michigan was in the news as well. And we'll, we'll discuss this in an upcoming podcast, but you know, they, Uh, legalized marijuana for recreational use earlier in the year, and Mm -hmm. their dispensaries just launched a week and a half ago. So Mm -hmm. it takes a while, and then I believe Chicago is the first of the year. So it's going to be very interesting to see as this state— Illinois, the whole state. I'm sorry, the whole state. I've seen Chicago because that's the only part of Illinois I really go to. But yes, (laughs) the entire state of Illinois, uh, I believe all those start opening after the first as well. I'm I'm sure there's going to be— 
you know, my gosh, I don't know a city other uh, that has as much red tape as Chicago. So it'll be interesting to see what all the restrictions and the territories are on the dispensaries when that starts. But it's also going to be very interesting to see how this continued state uh, legalization of marijuana is going to impact human resources in oh, multiple ways, right? Uh, drug testing, Christmas parties. Do you take an edible to your Christmas party if it's legal in your state? I don't know. <laughs> So, well, you know, that's, that's uh, a really good topic that we'll definitely hit uh, in a coming episode. But I, you know, as I attended a number of conferences, this HR conferences this year, and certainly drug testing was a big topic for a lot of breakouts. So certainly I expect to see more things out in the world with regards to best practices and dealing with that type of a thing. Definitely. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, exciting and new developments in our industry next year. And everyone, you know, sometimes you tell them, oh, I'm in human resources and you can almost see them get bored just thinking about our (laughs) careers. But it's not at all. And I think that I mean, we're going to see a lot of things transpire in 2020 that are are going to impact impact Mm -hmm. us almost immediately. Uh, So it and there's going to be a lot of debates and there's going to be a lot of gray areas created by, Mm -hmm. you know, some of these changes with the drug laws and things like that. So it's going to be what's always sad is it seems like it always takes lawsuits to determine, Mm -hmm. you know, to eliminate the gray areas, so to speak. Right. That's true. That's a really good point. But yeah, I look forward. I think 2020 will be an interesting year for the HR professional. And I think we'll have a lot to talk about in upcoming uh, podcasts. Outstanding. So what else is new with you? What have you uh, been up to at work the last week? Anything new, exciting, anything topical? Oh, well, you know, my company had their holiday party last weekend. So I, I don't know if I talked about that at all in our last podcast, but you know, no, it, it, I want to hear about this. Did you get <laughs> up and dance on top of someone's desk, swinging your bra above your head in declaration that you were now Hannah Hampton, temptress no. and huntress? No, absolutely not. Well, our and our party was not. Why am I the only one that does that? No, yeah, I think you're the only one who does that. But uh, no, our party was actually at a restaurant, so it wasn't even within the office, and it was great. And uh, people. It was just an overall great party. Everyone enjoyed themselves. No, nothing crazy happened. And, you know, it was probably, it was just an overall successful holiday party. And, you know, given that it's that time of year, I was reading, it was another HR Dive article, but they talked about how this year, um, holiday parties are on the rise after a three-year decline. So, woohoo, party! <laughs> So according to HR Dive uh, and and the information they received from a survey from Challenger Challenger Gray and Christmas, the survey showed that 76% of companies plan to have a holiday party. So, uh, and they said the largest number since 2016. And they said plans for um, employer-sponsored parties rose 10% in 2019 following a three-year decline. So, who knows? Uh, they, you know, even though there's been a lot of uh, word out there about the economy and with Me Too, uh, companies still decided that they wanted to celebrate the holidays. And I, you know, I certainly feel like that is a good decision. People work really hard throughout the year, and as you get to the end of the year, it's kind of nice to celebrate the successes and celebrate all of the hard work that uh, your team members have put in. What are your What are your thoughts on the old uh, holiday party? 
You know, I think holiday parties are it, it, it's a slippery slope. It's mm-hmm. tricky if you're the employer because sure. it's like if you don't do something like that, you're not creating a fun culture, rewarding your teammates. But then sometimes when you throw one, nothing's never enough or, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're always afraid that one person's going to do something to put their job in jeopardy that you don't want to lose. It's never the people you want to lose, which doesn't make sense because usually the people you think the people that, you know, have a foot out the door, the ones that are going to act up at the holiday parties, but they somehow seem to be the ones that uh, are on their best behavior. It's always the one person you're like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe that. (laughs) And it's funny. I actually were a little late on this topic, uh, but I think we're actually going to get it into maybe if we can save one hapless soul, it's Mm. worth covering this topic (laughs) is the way I look at it. But I did. I just had a buddy of mine Tequila Tom called me this morning and he said that he made a complete horse's ass of himself at the uh, holiday party and he doesn't even remember how he got home. So he's sure there's more to the story. And, you know, he's here it is Sunday morning and he's going to spend the next you know, 24 hours getting sick to his stomach, trying to figure out if he is going to be in trouble when he gets into the office tomorrow. And none of us enjoy that feeling. That's for certain. Yeah. You know, and before we, talk a little bit more about company or holiday party etiquette. You know, I've, I was also kind of digging around the internet and I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, Reddit, <laughs> but a lot of there was people who were complaining, they would rather have the company instead of spending money on an event, they'd rather get the money in bonuses. But, you know, my two cents on that as much as yes, people definitely want to get bonuses studies have shown that the effect of getting more money is so short term. And I, you know, I I obviously feel like we all go to work to make money and people deserve raises, people deserve bonuses. But I feel like there's something special in that if you throw a really great holiday event, people remember it and people are grateful for it for some time versus, all right, I got my dollars uh, moving along. So I think that, um, I think the fact that companies are doing more of it is great, but I do feel like you should balance and make sure if you're a company that pays out bonuses, this does not <laughs> dip into your bonus fund. Keep those two very separate. I think you bring up a good point in the fact that sometimes I think I believe everyone just kind of forgets that the whole point mm-hmm. of office parties is to reward employees and, and yeah. improve morale, right? And Certainly. and it's a great opportunity. Uh, for us to shine in a way that if we come in and we present ourselves professionally and, you know, that's a great opportunity to get to know people that maybe you're hoping to have more business interaction with in the future, or maybe someone that you just, you know, there's only ever have that one person that, you know, it could help you move forward in your career. But for some reason, anytime you almost have an opportunity to uh, spend some time with them, something Mm -hmm. always comes up so you don't get that chance to prove yourself. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't overdo it. No one likes an office suck up at the (laughs) holiday party. I mean, I've been trapped in the corner by that young, eager beaver who wants to work his way up or her way up and wants to tell you everything they've done in the year. And I'm just like, hey, man, let's just all have a good time. But, you know, maybe we should have lunch sometime or I appreciate it. You know, that sounds like a good thing we can discuss January 3rd or 4th. I don't know. It's definitely a, 
it's one of those where I think it's a missed opportunity for a lot of people to really show them that they can be social and professional and carry themselves well. And yeah. I think typically what we do remember are the people that do the the dumb things or act stupid or bring the lampshade to the party instead of their etiquette and <laughs> things like that. So we should probably cover a couple of do's and don'ts. What do you yeah. think? Sure. Let's, let's talk about it. I think, you know, you brought up and I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and kind of tie it up into a little package, a holiday package. That's one of the ones you brought. <laughs> oh gosh. So one of the ones that you, you discussed, and I think it's important is when you're at a holiday party, yes, get an opportunity to talk to people in different departments and interact with those who you don't normally interact with. And even if it's somebody who is higher up on the chain of command where you can really get some good FaceTime in and, and have a good discussion. So this is a good opportunity to talk to people that you normally don't talk to on a regular basis. And given, you know, maybe if it, you have a larger company or maybe there's people who are flying in from other locations, really utilize this time to interact with people that you don't normally talk, talk to. It's really easy, especially for people who are probably a little bit more introverted and shy to just stay with the people that they normally talk to on a daily basis, but get outside of your comfort zone and, and build some relationships outside of your department or outside of your, your team. I think that that's a, that's a do that everyone should follow. Absolutely. And I think the, the, the key to having a successful interaction with someone like that, when you want to get a chance to introduce yourself, see if they're aware of you or whatever it is, is just to come in you know, introduce yourself, say, hey, it's great to put a face to the name or, hey, I know we've only uh, been on a couple of conference calls together, but come in, introduce yourself or if you already know them, just, you know, highlight some things that you've really uh, thought they did that was outstanding this year or something that interests you if there's a project coming up that you're interested in, but make it short and sweet. Yeah. I have found Don't spend that too much time on work. Oh, oh <laughs> man. I'll tell you, I have found that I am outstanding in small doses, but <laughs> the longer I stay and talk to you, uh, it's just inevitable that I'm going to fucking say something and piss you off. Right. So <laughs> I got to go in. What? I got to say, Hey, Hannah, you know, I really thought your team did an outstanding job on dealing with that case in Chicago over this yada, yada, yada. Love to pick your brain sometime. If you get a chance, yeah. exchange a couple pleasantries and then say, Hey, well, listen, I know you've got a lot of people that want to talk to you today. I'm going to go make my rounds as well. Make mm -hmm. sure that we uh, touch base after the end of the year, blah, 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 and get the hell out of there before you do something extremely stupid. Absolutely. And that brings up another good point, especially if you are in a leadership position, make sure that you take the time to do the rounds and hit the the various tables and interact with everyone on your team. I think it's everyone always appreciates that little extra time with the, with the leader. So do make sure that you do the rounds, especially before you've had a couple of cocktails or maybe, maybe you're a lot of fun with a couple of cocktails and you want to wait <laughs> until then to do those rounds, but certainly make sure that you're interacting with your entire team and appreciating the hard work that they, that your team did this year. Because again, I think, part of the holiday party. It's towards the end of the year. So it's a great time to celebrate all of 2019 and, and congratulating people on their hard work. That is a great point. You know, believe it or not, sometimes I can be a little shy in the fact that 
uh, I'll migrate to the people I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I have to be prodded to go and interact with those that I just don't know that well. And for me, and this is, I'm going to kind of segue this and and throw the next question at you. Mm -hmm. For me, uh, you know, in the past, a great thing to do to get over that, that fear or that, that society or that social anxiety is, you know, oh yeah, I got a couple drinks to me now. I'm loose. I can go talk. Mm-hmm. I have found that that's a slippery slope and very dangerous. And I actually don't drink at uh, holiday events at all. Or sure. What are what are your thoughts about that? The rules as far as uh, alcohol consumption, teetotaling, etc. Yeah, I think it depends on the person because I'm also in your school of thought of, you know, I'll, I'll have one, I'll, I'll usually limit myself to one drink. And of course, people, people pointed out, oh, you're not drinking or, you know, oh, you're just going to have one. But I am more comfortable if I've had zero to one drinks at a work event, partially being that I am human resources. And, uh, you know, and I tell people that they're like, oh, that totally makes sense. But I think I think it depends on the person where I, I think if there's people out there who who don't who aren't good at knowing when to say when and then they'll they should make the decision of uh, watching out the uh, watching out for the number of drinks they have. And then there's people who are totally comfortable, know their limits, can have, you know, know what they can have and still be able to be professional and hold themselves in a, in a, in a good way. So I'd say just knowing yourself and making decisions around that. But again, I prefer to keep it from zero to one drinks at company events. And uh, that's being that I am HR and um, just that's, that's what I prefer to do. I'm, I'm not one who I don't enjoy getting hangovers. I don't enjoy feeling like shit the next day. So I'm going to drink uh, one cocktail and then uh, enjoy some water the rest of the night. You know what I tend to do as well, because you do always have those younger people that they think that the fun thing to do is to get the boss or the mm-hmm. HR manager to loosen up at the party, oh, yeah. ah, shots or whatever. And I, I'm not necessarily someone that feels like they have to, I'm not embarrassed of the fact that I don't tend to drink at these type of events, mm-hmm. or I really Same. don't at all. Yeah. But Sometimes if I know that, you know, I've had, I've had the week leading up or like, oh, we can't wait to see you cut it up at the party. We've heard you're a legend. And I was like, yeah, 20 (laughs) years ago. But what I do is I'm a, I'm a soda and lime guy at the holiday parties. So is that a drink? I don't know. Maybe it is, you know, but no one's going to come up and go, what are you drinking there, sport? And if they are, I'm going to say, oh, hey, why are you so concerned with what I'm drinking? Yeah. But um, I did have that backfire once because I, as you've seen me, when I, I just drink liquids nonstop. Mm-hmm. And so I was drinking soda, soda water and a lime at a party, but I was just thirsty and mm-hmm. i had like six or seven and everyone's like oh hey man you've been really slamming them down slow you down a, a uber <laughs> or something and i'm like guys i'm drinking soda and yeah. lime and they're like sure you are mick wink wink and i was <laughs> I mean, like no one believed me and i'm like no really i this is seriously that's what i had club soda with the lime they're like yeah okay we well, won't that... tell your wife either <laughs> <laughs> well that brings me to the next good point um open bar don't take it as a challenge 
challenge. <laughs> uh, if, if your company has an open bar, it's not a challenge to see how much you can drink. Again, just take it easy, pace yourself. Uh, same, you know, I guess same for, for food, but I'd say people are, you know, having too much to eat is just going to make you tired, but having too much to drink it might help you make bad decisions. So again, the open bar is not a challenge. Speaking of bad decisions, mm. I think you will agree 100% with me that, you know, the holiday, the company holiday party is not the best time to tell the person that you've had a crush on for so long <laughs> how you really feel about them, especially if you think you should go to the bar before and have a couple of drinks before you do yeah. that. It can yeah. go terribly awry actually i don't think it ever goes well i've never yeah. had anyone i've never seen someone walk up to that person they've had a crush on tell them and the other person go oh my gosh i feel the same way let's go make out or if they do make out it's in front of everyone so that's not going well either so correct <laughs> let's so a couple things a don't declare your long lost love to anyone at the holiday party okay. and b if if you have the opportunity or someone declares their long lost love for you not the best place to play grab ass in front of everyone. <laughs> we don't need to see that. Yeah, take that take that to the bar across the street or someplace else. Yeah, certainly that's not the right place to have that type of interaction because let's get real. If it's your office party, people are going to see it. People are going to talk about it. And, you know, that can just be honestly that can be a morale killer. And, uh, you know, now I'm getting serious again, but I, you know, in my many years in HR, I've seen where, you know, somebody made a bad decision at an office party and then people started talking about it and gossiping about it and gossiping can be dis disruptive. It can be distracting and, and it can hurt the morale of the people that you're talking about. So just any type of, uh, you know, love declaration for a fellow coworker, wait till you're sober or take it someplace else. Take it outside, you two. But if you do want to declare your love for anything, make sure that you find whoever put the party together and tell them how, what a wonderful yeah. job they did, how much you love the food or whatever it is or what they did or what the place they selected. But it's always a great idea to make sure you swing by the host uh, who put it together to yes. your boss, thank them for the party on your way out. Or if you get a second to just get a, a brief, some brief FaceTime with them, say, you know, tell them how much you appreciate them hosting the event because it does give everyone a chance to interact. And, and that's one of the things you love about this company is the people. Mm -hmm. So you can get a little suck up points in there without being the <laughs> office bore. Uh, <laughs> And, and same thing, you know, speaking of office board, you know, keep work talk to a minimum. Now, if your yeah. supervisor or boss wants to ask you a couple questions about a project, you better answer them. They're not the one you want to say, hey, let's not discuss work at this, shall we? And that that's not a, a smart move. But I mean, mm -hmm. you definitely this you're not going to make any great business moves at the no. holiday party. So it's one of those where just sh shine with your personality, but don't be a suck up. Yeah. Kind of figure out what that line is because showing gratitude is an appropriate response, but going over the line to, of, of suck up mode, nobody wants to experience that. So certainly you can show your gratitude, but don't go beyond it and turn into that 
to that suck up. So I totally think that's a great, that's great holiday party advice. Yeah, I think so. Can you think of any uh, holiday party disasters or successes that you've been around? Anything that stands out for you? Well, you know, like I said, my my recent company party, I think, was a, a big success because, like I like like I had mentioned earlier, it was everyone had a great time. Nobody, there were no embarrassing gaffes or anything like that and people were talking about it the next week at work uh saying that they really had a great time thought it was a great party so i'd say that i recently experienced a success and you know i i I think part of it was we we went off site and went to a nice restaurant so it was a it wasn't super formal but it certainly was a nice restaurant so it was a nice atmosphere and i think that helps people not get out of control versus like hey let's have a party at a at a dive bar where it's normal and comfortable to get out of control so that might have been part of it but it was a i'd say that was a success story i you know it's been a number of years since i've experienced or seen bad behaviors at a holiday party so i would say just our 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 tips are good ones. And I, I've got one additional tip, which this is something that that was that happened at a previous holiday party. And it's that make sure that when you're using the restroom, it's a restroom and not a potted plant in the lobby <laughs> of the location. <laughs> so you witnessed someone actually taking care of business on a well, potted plant? I didn't personally witness it, but it happened because it was it was the talk of the it was the talk of the evening yeah i mean that is one of those things that you've got to realize the day the monday the monday after a holiday party if it's on the weekend or a friday or mm-hmm. the first business day people are going to talk about the holiday party no matter what they're right. either going to talk about what a success it was if it was a bore of course the fair one's favorite topic if it presents itself is someone's misbehavior mm-hmm. and, and so just realize this party is going to be talked about at work so you control whether or not you're the topic of conversation right uh good bad or indifferent i mean that's really it you own it but don't forget i mean nothing's going to go by unnoticed the office gossips are going to hover Mm-hmm. looking for things to discuss. So just don't give them anything to discuss and be aware of anything that may be fine, but actually could be misconstrued as inappropriate. Like if you're having a long conversation with someone, don't don't turn it into a private conversation out in the hallway right. or something like that, because that's people are going to speculate. Go in realizing that that it's going to be discussed, that this party is going to be the topic for at least a couple of days you know, just be aware of that. So you're aware of your actions from that standpoint. Now, all this stuff we said, it sounds like we're talking about office parties, like there are these, these war fields and you've got to avoid <laughs> landmines, which you do have to avoid the landmines. Yeah, you do. But some people would just say, well, why even go, right? You know, it just sounds like, well, when I just say I have another commitment. I mean, Hannah, I think that if you don't go to the holiday party, then that's going to be the topic of why you didn't show up at the holiday party. Yeah, I guess it depends on, you know, it depends on the situation. I know that one of the downsides of this time of year is this is the time of year that sicknesses seem to go around offices. So I know that um, when people are under the weather, they don't want to go to a holiday party, which I'm kind of glad they don't because I don't think it's appropriate to get everybody else sick. 
But I'd say if you can't go, you know, make sure that it's an appropriate reason being, you know, maybe, you know, again, if you're under the weather, had prior plans, maybe you're going to be out of town or, you know, there's people who don't celebrate holidays and that's fine too. I feel like that this is the time, time of year where it can be difficult for some people who, you know, for various reasons. So certainly everyone's got the reasons to go or not to go. As long as it's not just like, hey, I know I'm going to make an ass out of myself. But maybe that is a good reason not to go. <laughs> if you, if I was going to have a like a plan, and I do think mm-hmm. it's a good idea to have a general plan, how long you think you're going to stay, having an exit strategy, but also having flexibility that if things are going better than expected or you're just having a great time and you're not drinking and you feel like you're not at risk for Mm -hmm. embarrassing yourself or those around you, you know, have that flexibility, but there's nothing wrong with saying, this is how much time I'm going to, I'm going to spend at the party that, you know, I'm going to excuse myself. Like you, you can use a babysitter. There's all kinds of gracious ways to leave. But the main thing is to tell people why that's true. You nope. can say thank you for the great time, especially if you left after, you know, after uh, dessert or coffee or whatever it might be. Thank you for the great time. Happy holidays. Have a nice evening. Agreed. And at the same time, how do you feel about the after party? If it's one of those things where people, um, you know, they tapped out the open bar and want to continue drinking when maybe they shouldn't, I'd say no, I would stay far away from that after party. But if it is part of the the evening's plans, then, you know, certainly feel free to show up or, and, and again, I feel like the after party, the whole purpose of that is for people to, to decide, do I want to join this after party or not? So I'd say it's totally up to you. And if you don't want to go, don't go. I'd say, you know, use your best judgment and kind of what your gut tells you. And if your gut says, hey, I'm tired, I'm going to go home, then you go home. But I'm also the type of person where I'm like, nothing good ever happens after midnight. <laughs> you know, that rule used to be 2 a.m. Then I think about age 36, it became 1 a.m., Mm-hmm. And then after a very bad incident at 1.05 a.m. in my mm-hmm. a year later, it became midnight. So I agree. I think I think anything like that, it's, it's good to be at home at midnight and, and mm-hmm. be able to just say, oh, I had a great office party. I didn't get in trouble. I didn't make out with anyone I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm not going to be the subject, uh, especially if you can identify who's going to be the topic on Monday. That's also mm-hmm. great. So as long as you know it's not you, it's Sam and the uh, girl in accounting. But whatever <laughs> it is, just uh, I, I think that's a good rule. Nothing really great happens after midnight. But what I really meant to is don't go into that offshoot of, dude, me and Bill are going over to the Hooters afterwards and we're going to do shots. Yeah. That's, that's the after party you want to avoid. I feel like as soon as somebody starts saying shots, that's time to pack it up and go. That or when they forget your name so you're just dude, male yes. or female. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, very, very good. I hope we've done some due diligence here. Yeah. Any any closing advice? I think you did a good summary, but is there anything that I didn't give you a chance to uh, to bestow upon our listeners? No, you know, other than, you know, it's the purpose of the holiday party is to enjoy yourself and celebrate the hard work of the year. So just enjoy yourself in moderation. Don't go crazy. And if you follow that, you'll be golden. That sounds like outstanding advice from our good friend, Hannah Hampton. (laughs) 